So, you know, going in, you know, to this series, you know, after Denver ended up winning game two and tied the series 1-1, I really strongly had the opinion that Denver really could have upset the Clippers and they really could win this series. And I still think that they can win the series. But after what they did tonight, that really just derailed my confidence in them. For starters, what the hell were they thinking, you know, (laughs) between the last four minutes of the game when at one point they had a two-point lead, four minutes left in the fourth quarter, 99-101? to What the hell were they thinking? I'm not going to get to that right now. We got to start off at the very beginning. You know, first quarter, these teams were just going at each other. They were both shooting, you know, 70% in the first quarter. Second quarter, very good, still competitive. You know, it was pretty much down to to the last shot in the first half. They were Denver only had a two point lead going into halftime. All right, then third quarter happens. You know, Denver Denver starts getting on a hot streak a little bit, and then what happens? Middle of the third quarter, the Clippers just bounce back. They just completely dominate. For a good stretch, the Denver was making sloppy plays. They were turning over the ball. Uh, the same thing for the Clippers. They were turning over the ball too, but Denver had it very bad. They were doing it much worse than they were. Uh, they were turning the ball over. Uh, they really started chucking shots. Um, they were getting frustrated and that's just really derailing their focus. They're not doing anything. I felt bad for Jokic because he was absolutely dominating this game. He was only two assists away from a 30 plus point triple double and they still lose. Murray was having a bad night. He shot five for 15 from the field. He only had what, maybe 10 or 12 points that that's just not what you expect from Jamal Murray. And if he keeps on playing like that, they're definitely not going to win this series. You know, game one, he's been very inconsistent. Game one, he didn't do very much, but no, pretty much nobody did very much. The Denver was just absolutely not playing like themselves. Game two, they come back in and win, and Murray and Jokic both had almost 30 points, so they were both dominating very well. Game three comes, all of that just goes straight out the window for Jamal Murray. Jokic is still playing how he should be. Uh, it really, (laughs) in in order for them to win this series, both of them have to play well. You know, Jokic can't do it by himself. I know that he's very good and he's been able to carry the team before, but that's during the regular season when, you know, they didn't have as much pressure on them. Now it's the second round of the playoffs. You know, they're down 2-1 right now. It's just very disappointing. Uh, You know, with... Jamal Murray not playing well. And then on top of that, you know, just making bad calls, you know, late in the game. You know, you when you're down in a basketball game late in the fourth quarter, you know, you shouldn't just be taking threes, you know, when you're barely holding on. And especially when you are trailing very, very late in the fourth quarter, you shouldn't just be chucking threes and hoping that you make them every single time you get the ball. You know, you shouldn't be doing that because you don't make those threes. You're basically just giving the Clippers the win. I mean, I understand that they were wide open, but you would have had a better chance at 
you know, cutting into that deficit by just charging into the paint and drawing a foul, you know, the worst that can happen is that, yeah, you know, the worst that can happen is that you don't get the points, but at least if you can draw a foul, you can get those two free throws anyway, you know, and at the very worst that can happen is that you get blocked, which, you know, sometimes when they try to go for the block, they foul you. So either way, you can probably draw a foul most of the time just by charging at them and being aggressive. Like when you're down in the fourth quarter and it's very late, you have to be aggressive, especially when you're not the one in the lead. But if you have a two-point lead, be aggressive. You have to get some points. You can't just let them come back. Throughout the entire game, defensively, the Clippers were just dominating. You know, every single time – they would steal the ball or they'd knock it out of your hands and you'd have to dribble it back and reset yourself. Denver was just very sloppy. They weren't able to control the ball at all. And, you know, and I, and Kawhi was not red hot. Like I said, he only had 21 points, which is not bad. That's still very good. But normally Kawhi will drop 30 plus. You know, Paul George was the one who was getting hot. But, and you know, nobody seemed to guard him. But they double-team Kawhi, which is fine. You can double-team one of them and take your chance with Paul George. But, you know, even when Kawhi is not having a – is having, you know, a decent night, you have to take advantage of that. When Kawhi is not red-hot, you have to take advantage of that. You know? Yeah, they double-teamed him, and they contained him enough. But, you know, down the stretch of the game in the fourth quarter, he started coming alive. They stopped defending him. And he was a big factor because he made a couple of really key passes that – led to some really easy points. And by the time those two passes were done, both those possessions were done, they had a four-point lead. When the Denver Nuggets recently just had a sec two-point lead going four minutes left into the fourth quarter. So within one minute, they were up two, and now they're down six because they scored again. So now they're down six points. Within one minute, they're down six. And that all comes from sloppy offensive play. You know, again, not being able to control the ball. (sighs) These guys were just pounding them on defense, especially Patrick Beverly. You know, he's just stealing the ball. You know, every two or three possessions, bam, steals the ball, charges down the lane, gets an easy layup. (sighs) You know, and and I appreciate, you you know, Michael Porter Jr., Good job for him. He came out. He got twenty, almost twenty. I think twenty points off the bench. He was doing good. He was that third score for the for Denver. Technically, the second score of this game because Jamal Murray wasn't doing anything. This 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 just really really just grinds my gears when teams are down in the fourth quarter or you're up in the fourth quarter, and instead of being aggressive and trying to get some easy points, go into the paint, you know, force people to double team you so you can get wide open people. What do you do? You just stand there, you cross up somebody, and you just step back and take a shot. You just take the three-point shot, and you cry, and at that point, you're crossing your fingers and hoping you make it. That's not what you do when you, in crunch time when you desperately need points. That's not what you do, you know, and it's, that's just not what you do. And 
and it really just blows my mind how Denver could have easily won this game and took the lead in this series. And now they're down 2-1, and now they're forced to have a, you know, a must-win game four in order to get back into this series. They have It's a must-win for game four. Denver doesn't win game four. Denver is done for. The series is over. Because, you know, they came back from being down 3-1, you know, against Utah. But I highly doubt that they're going to come back from being down 3-1 against the Clippers. There's just no way in hell that Denver's going to win three games in a row against the Clippers. There's just no damn way. The Clippers are a whole other animal compared to Utah. You know, Utah was a little bit more easier to combat because really the only person that you had to worry about was Donovan Mitchell because they pretty much ran their offense around him. Rudy Gobert, all you had to do was worry about him was just getting rebounds. But all really against Rudy, all you had to do was just, you know, push him, put some pressure on him. He's not very good at he's for being a defensive player of the year. He's really good at fouling people. I can tell you that. So they really were pushing him a lot. Um, Gobert was a key factor in some of those games, but he wasn't as dominant, you know, as you would think he would be. So really, all they had to worry about was Donovan Mitchell, and they took care of him. So the Clippers, they're not the Denver Nuggets are treating the Clippers like they are with Denver. They're just really trying to play ISO and really just try to, you know, take contested shots when they don't realize that the Clippers defensively are a whole another animal compared to Utah. You know, when you got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George standing in your face, you know, putting a hand all up in your face, you're not going to make that three point shot. You're just not, not against those guys. And then, and like I said, I feel bad for Jokic because Jokic is just being Jokic. He's being a monster right now. In games two and three, he's a huge factor, especially in game two when they won that game. And, you know, they would have won. Now, down the stretch, Jokic was kind of slacking a little bit. He was missing. He was really getting dominated down the stretch. But, you know, give this man some help. I mean, he's he's – Getting a 30-point triple-double and the only person with more than, you know, almost 20 points is Michael Porter. Michael Porter Jr. Like, where's Jamal Murray? You know, where's Gary Harris? Where's, Where's Jeremy Grant? Where are these guys? You know, I mean, they're shooting some threes. They were, they were doing good, you know, early game. But down the stretch, give this man some help. This guy can't do it by himself. You know, <laughs> like, it's, this was an easy game, and they blew it. They really blew it. <sighs> Denver, game four, it's a must win. Otherwise, they're done for. They're not going to win this series. It's just that simple. You know, you can't, late in the game, you can't be chucking shots. You can't be being sloppy with the basketball and turning it over. You know, I'm pretty sure, well, both teams are struggling with turnovers in this series. There's a lot of turnovers going on. But two games, for two games that the loss, that Denver has lost, being down 2-1, the two games that they have lost so far were because of sloppy play in the fourth quarter and turnovers. Those are literally the two things that have been derailing this team. 
actually in the first game, not even just the fourth quarter, all damn game in the first game because they did nothing. Um, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that, you know, they didn't lose by over 20 points. And the score was 113-107. I'm really surprised that Denver didn't lose by 20 points at least. Uh, Clippers should have had way more points. For the, for the amount of defense that they've been playing, they should have had way more points. You know, if only Kawhi Leonard was a little bit more hot, oh, yeah, they would have definitely been down 20 points if Kawhi Leonard, you know, was a little bit more hot than what he was. Definitely. You know, Denver really has to get lucky that Paul George or Kawhi aren't going off because if either one of them are red hot, it's game over. And especially when both of them are red hot, it's really game over. Uh, You know, Jamal Murray has to step up. You know, this guy was, this was the guy that was, you know, dropping 50, 48, and 50 in the last three games against Utah, and they came back and won. Since then, he hasn't scored 30 points once in this entire series. He got 27 in game two, but he has not, he, he has not scored more than 20, 20, he's not scored more than 27 points. That's it. He hasn't scored 30. Normally, he can give you 30. He has not dropped 30 at all this series. <sighs> In order for Denver to win this series, Jamal has to drop 30-plus points a game for the remainder of this series. Same thing with Jokic. He has to, he's got to drop, you know, 30 points, uh, you know, double. He's got to have a triple-double at least. Yeah, that, he's more than capable of getting a triple-double almost every game. He's more than capable of that. That's what he has to do. And even if Jamal Murray and Jokic are not having a good night, even if they're getting like, you know, 20 points or, you know, 19 points, whatever. If they're going to have bad nights, their bench has to step up. Michael Porter Jr., he dropped 20 points in game three. Good job. Good for him. Hopefully you can keep on doing that. Games one and two, you were almost irrelevant. Uh Gary Harris in game two, he came in clutch down the stretch, but he needs to be clutch all game. Uh, Jerry Grant, you know, he hit some good key threes in this game in game three, but he needs to hit more. Um, he really needs to step up that. Uh, he really just needs to stop taking contested shots against Kawhi because I noticed that he was just trying to shoot over Kawhi and he thought that he could make those shots and no way in hell he's going to make those shots. The Clippers really just need to realize who they're dealing with. They're not dealing with Utah, who's just, you know, a one-dimensional offense, and that one dimension is just Donovan Mitchell. You know, they got to worry about everybody because everybody on that team can kill you. Everybody on that team can shoot. There's not one person on that Clippers team that can't shoot. They all can shoot. They got to worry about everybody. This game just made my brain hurt. I can't stand it, you know. And I'm not even, and I'm not even hating on Kawhi. Kawhi is not really. I'm not hating on him. I think he's great. I think that if he wins the championship this year, then he definitely, um, you know, deserves a lot of credit. But you know, for Denver to really make this upset, which I kind of want them to, because you know, I think Denver. I think Jamal Murray, Murray really just deserves, uh, you know, to at least get to the final, not the finals, but at least get to the, you know, Western Conference Finals. For everything he did in that first round, you should give this man an Oscar. He really just needs it. Um, he deserves it. But 
I, the season might be over for Denver if they don't win game four. It's a must win. So we'll see what happens there. But that's just plain and simple. They got to stop turning the ball over. They got to play better defense. They got to play better defense like they did in game two. In game two, they, they got to they gotta really play defense like they did in game two. They really have to, again, they got to double Kawhi. Of course, double Kawhi. But you also have to worry about Paul George at the same time. So they really got to change their defensive scheme up. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what the Clippers got left in them. And, and Denver. We'll see what they both got left in them. You know, only time will tell. You know, Jamal Murray, good luck to you, brother. I hope you I hope you really can step it up and really be there for your team. Because right now you are not being there. Uh, and Jokic, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel bad for you. You know, to me, Jokic right now at the moment, he's like the LeBron James of the Denver Nuggets right now. He's doing everything. At the moment, he is doing everything, and he ain't getting much help. Uh, so, X the X factor of this series is Jamal Murray. You know, the bench players, those guys will help you there, here and there, and you know their help is is there. They they're clearly are helping, but they're not helping enough. But Jamal Murray is that X factor. Jamal Murray needs to get red hot, and that's. That's just pure facts. Jamar Murray don't get red hot. They don't win this series.